He's never fought us. Not us united. What's up, guys? Welcome to Under Two Capes, the show where I de- where I defend my title as the Comics Lord. I'm Jared, and today I bring about a newbie to the whole world of superhero comics. My mother, who she she's been on the show before. If you've seen my episode reviewing Joker, which that was awesome in a vaguely disturbing movie, but that's that's just that's just the Joker. But uh, so today, so a little a little context. So she has no exposure to any of the stuff, right? Very little exposure. I can't say no exposure, but very little. Well, no conscious again, exposure. You are my mother, so I have to pass on that knowledge to you. Okay. So, uh, so she saw the Flash and enjoyed it, and the idea was, she she came to me and she said, Jared, I want to learn more about this stuff. Can you explain a lot of this Flash stuff? And then, being the natural genius of content that I am, I decided, let's make an episode of this. So we're going to be explaining the basic plot behind the flash movie we'll talk about a little bit of man of steel since that was heavily involved in it and we're going to be reviewing a lot a lot of the book flashpoint and we'll be teaching her how to read a comic book so it'll be a a very fun episode yes because i asked him to teach me i was looking i said give me a little bit of material here so i can kind of familiarize myself with this and then i'm looking at this comic book and it's all over the place the squares and boxes i'm like do i go down like this do i go this way, I mean, I'm sure I could have figured it out if I sat there long enough, but I thought, let me go to the experts. Yes, of course. It's, it's nice being called an expert. I like that. <laughs> so, so, do you want to do the overall story first, or do you want me to, to, to do the teaching first? Uh, Do whatever you feel you want to do first. Okay, so first, I'm going to do this. I'm going to actually share. So, those of you listening on audio, go to the YouTube channel. So, so this is the comic that the movie's based on. Flashpoint, the 2011 event that served to reboot DC. And this is basically what the movie was based on. You'll see like some story inspirations behind some of the creative choices they made in the movie. So we'll start off. Wait a second. Is that book on there? Yeah. Oh, can I use the yes. book? I have oh. this, but it, it, I don't know how these things work, but mm-hmm. I can look this way. I'm an old, yeah. old funny. So the man. idea is when you read a comic book, it's going to get to the actual this. book. So yeah, that, well, that's what's thing, called a so splash page. Let me ask page. you the first thing I would ask. Like, what is the first thing? I'm, I'm looking at these two people in the front. That's the first thing that catches my attention. That's what you're supposed attention. to look at, yeah. And by we're looking at this image right here. Okay, and then, and then I look around. I'm looking around now. And then where do your eyes typically It's meant go to, to, like, because it's the title page, it's meant to draw your attention to the title oh, flash okay. point. Okay, I see and, that. And then the, these are all the people involved in it. So you have the writer, the the, the um, penciler, penciler ju- just puts in, like, the, the rough sketch of what the thing looks like. And then the inkers embellish it. And then the colorist put, put the color in there. And then the letterer put, puts in all the word balloons and all the transitional state, uh, basically all the yeah. words. Okay, so wait, inker and colorist. So the the inker goes kind of over the penciler. And, yeah, and, and puts in all it... the shadows. And oh, then the I colorist see. goes over that and puts in all the color. Okay, I see that now. So it's more of a collaborative process when it comes to comic books. Okay, and my only um, familiarity with with comics 
was probably a long time ago with the uh what are the archie comic archie books comics. and very like minimal so <laughs> yeah yeah it's the same idea this is way more intriguing and um just so much more just mm -hmm. in general yes so we're talking about the the andy kubert cover for for flash which i have on the screen right now beautiful and uh yeah so so what that's supposed to show is it, it, it establishes the idea of the story flash runs you have the lightning bolt and you have the the flashpoint versions of some of the dc characters and you're like aquaman cyborg batman and wonder woman okay these are all his friends these are all his friends that were kind of altered in in flashpoint let me tell you the first one that came to my mind so in case there's any like comic book writers and yeah. drawers on here the first thing i saw when i looked at this was i i, I did see the flash running at me and all the mm -hmm. stuff coming around it but I didn't notice. I was looking at the people behind him and thinking, "Is he running from them?" That's, that too that came to my mind. That too. But they're his friends. Why would well, he run from? Well, because from, uh, at the end of the story, he has to undo um, th this world. So he's kind of running away from the dark world oh, that he's in there. He's there. Okay, great. That was well done. This, this drawing. So next up, and then by, by the way, here's what, what, what the pencils actually look like for the cover. By the way, so, so you have an idea about if you want to turn back in the book how it changes wow so the story opens up this is basically okay oh there's the pencil the narrator is introducing you to the basic idea of barry Allen. all right this one doesn't look so difficult to read you start at the top obviously you go down the way it normally works if it's this straightforward is that you you, you read down with the panels and then and left, left to right yeah that makes perfect like sense. regular I don't know why it starts to bother me. Like not bother me, but make it, it can get a, uh, oh, okay. it can get overwhelming. In Japanese comic books, which are called manga, you read backwards, oh, which is that. so hard. I tried I it. it. It it messed with my mind. I'll start with this. Yes, thank <laughs> you. I'm not a manga guy. There were other people it. for that. So, but I'm the only one who can get this lemon started again anyway. And then is that Alan Nora? Nora Allen's. Nora oh, sorry, Allen. Nora. I see Allen. That's where the government Allen. works. Love they do it. things backwards. Love it. <laughs> Okay. And it's showing him working late in his lab with the chemicals behind him. He's struck by lightning mm -hmm. and the chemicals splash on him. By the way, I should preface or just add into this thing that I am a voracious reader. So it's not like I don't read. Mm -hmm. It's just that this genre really is uh, not difficult, but challenging at the beginning because I want to just, I want to take in so much. It's, it's a lot coming at you. And it's once. okay. It's so beautifully done. It's like a movie and a book at the same time. Mm -hmm. Love it. So turn the page. Okay. And then we have the, the uh, so that, that's what's called the splash page, where you have one one um, one panel on the page telling this massive image. Oh, I love it. That's basically it. And then you also have splash pages that take up two pages, like that that like that like first photo yes. in, in the beginning that, that was that yes. big battle with Flash. Yes, this right here. That's a double-page splash. Okay. So these are that's called splashes. Call mm -hmm. These aren't splashes, even though no. they're very splashy. Yeah, and then okay. um, and, and you see the Flash running. You see him getting married. You see his Flash family. So there are other okay. flashes. This is good. This is easy so far. I don't know why I thought it was difficult. When and I'm having a hard time. Those are all okay. his friends, which are the Justice League. Gorgeous. There are a few members you've probably seen before. Some of them, probably not. Like that's, that's the uh, the Lantern. That's Green Lantern. That's other Green Lantern. That because it's. At this point in the universe, there were three Green Lanterns. I see. There, from Earth. There's Hal Jordan, who's yeah. the main guy who's played by Ryan Reynolds. Right. There's Jon Stewart, who was one of the first African-American DC superheroes. Where's that? Where's that? Oh, is he on that image? I don't I don't see him, but he so he, he oh. he's a former United States Marine. That's Kyle Rayner, because there was a storyline called Emerald Twilight where he turned evil and basically killed the entire Green Lantern Corps. 
and he was the last one for for a significant oh, amount of time. Love it. Who's this person at the top? That's Starfire. She comes from a she's a princess from another planet. Love this. And th that's Aquaman's wife, Mira. Yes. That's um the, the Adam. He shrinks. That's Martian Manhunter. He shapeshifts. Love it. And, who's, and who's this guy at the corner again? That's Shazam. Oh, or Shazam. as he was known back then, Captain Marvel. He used to be known as Captain Marvel. It's just what happens that DC l l let the copyright like lapse. Mm -hmm. Then Marvel um, grabbed it. And that's why you have Brie Larson's character uh, being called Captain Marvel. Oh, <laughs> I caught a little sound effect. Yes, there. It, it, that, that was intentional. <laughs> so the, the way the storyline opens up is it, it just it just throws you okay. in. This is where it gets a little difficult for me. But I'm gonna. I'm and gonna, by the way, yeah, I'll, I'll explain. Have, it. And by the context, me, I showed her the animated movie for Flashpoint, so she has some exposure to the story so far. But oh, fun. But let me tell you, what my instincts are. Yeah. Start at the top. Start at the top. Yes, you read the Barry. left to yes. right. Here's where it gets okay. The bottom left, to left right, hand still corner. Still, to like it's like who the hell are the rogues? Director Singh. There's this, and then you go. Oh wait, do I do I go down here? Yes, because these two um are connected. Speech bu bubbles are connected. Oh, that's helpful. Okay, and then this one, I get it now. It, but it, it's not as di difficult as it looks. Will they ever do that? Will they do it where they're separate like this, and there's two boxes where that with separate bubbles? Occasionally. Okay. If there's someone speaking now, these are speech bubbles. These ones over here are, are like are, are like little narration points. I call them. Okay. Okay, this is great. I think I have it. I think I finally caught this thing. Yeah. I just yeah. And then you have Barry running, but he realizes he doesn't have his powers. Terrible. I remember this, because this he went back cartoon. in time because he saved it. the the basis of Flashpoint is that he goes back in time and saves his mom from dying. Right. But what that does is it changes everything after that as well. Because he became, he, he was put in the circumstances to become the Flash because his mother died. If right. she, if he changed the past and she didn't die, he wouldn't have his powers. Okay, that makes sense. And then I he, love how they did this going down yes, the steps. Yes, yes, a lot, a lot of artists try to. Uh, not a lot of artists do that. Ironically, that beautiful. It's only done. like really Andy Kubert and um, Jim Lee do that. Um, do that a lot. Very, he did that in very Batman effective. Much. We're not going to go through the whole book, are we? Because no, we're not. We're going to go. Audience, to see me have the, to go this. So basically, the idea. I, I, I'm going to flip through it real quick on the computer. The, the idea is, is that we meet, we see Barry's mom, and then she basically is the first indication that something is wrong in this universe. Okay, finally, a mother that I don't think was named Martha. <laughs> Yes, that is my you name. Know, by I'm the way, did I... you introduce me as Martha? Because that's my name. Yes, uh, but another Martha. <laughs> and by the way, so since we're gonna, since we're gonna be briefly talking about Zack Snyder, I kind of have to play this. Why did you say that? Dad? Oh, that was from Bat Batman versus Superman, the Martha scene where they realized yes. their mothers have the same first yes. name. Yes, and here's another Martha here. The, her name is Nora. Okay. And then, so she, she, she uh, what's kind of funny is, is that she goes, uh, he, he goes, okay, so Superman doesn't exist. What about Batman? She goes, well, well, of course we've heard of Batman. And then let me just double check this now because it gets a little complicated again. We start at the top. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're going to move. We're going to come down and we left have the, right, I'm though. the Flash and something's wrong. Someone must have. And then it goes left to right. It goes up, down. Right. I can read that part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see what you mean. Up and then down. We started who's, then we end up at what's the Justice League. Mm -hmm. We go to the right to what's the Justice League. And then you go down to here. Yeah. It, it's oh. basically a, a lot of interpreting the, the, the flow of conversation. Right. And then we meet oh. Batman. And that's, that's uh, a, another, another double played splash of Batman stunning. and Gotham. Stunning. 
Yeah, this that is, is amazing. The beauty of this picture. Yeah, okay. and by the way, uh, people watching at home, we're looking at this image right here by Andy Kubert. Okay, I think I get it now. But and who was Yo -Yo. this fantastic artist? That was Andy Kubert. Wow. He, he and his family actually started a school for for comic book professionals called the Kubert School. That is phenomenal. I mean, so worthy of being, yeah, sold, bought and consumed in all ways beautiful and, and, and what's that actually a fun fact so you see how batman's eyes glow yes they until Zack snyder they hadn't had the glowing eyes on the bat suit it was just like just eye holes oh. it's just when he uses the anti-superman armor which you'll see in the movie eventually he he has like glowing white eyes i love them i think that man is a genius what's his name again Zack snyder well, phenomenal everything he's done as you can see she is my mother okay i uh, no, really i only started to get it was the batman which is not zack snyder i realized yeah. that mm -hmm. the darkness of that made sense finally to me well, because, because it's batman it yeah. also makes sense that it'd be dark well i never i always thought of batman as don't forget i was you know brought up in the 70s her batman is the 1966 and lad that's, that's for you right. you finally have someone else that likes that show which i love that show i love that show i think it's fantastic and i still would watch it it's mm -hmm. kind of cute but it was more like little house on the prairie batman yeah this, this one's more like the makes me think of batman like wow this guy is like he's he's capable well because it wasn't until like the dark knight returns comic book and then the michael keaton batman movie that they started to see let's make batman this dark character i think that works yeah, a lot better i loved all the other guys too i just wasn't really um cognizant of what, what, what was going on i was more like like going to the movies with you and the family and then planning my suppers and dinners and lunches and everything we were doing you know being a mom a mom stuff <laughs> in my brain i was just there for the family but just recently somehow there's been a little bit of real estate freed up in my brain so i think when you took i know what it was the batman you took me to the batman that had the orchestra yeah i've explained so so for um for context i took her and my dad to see so what they, they basically had they played the entire the batman movie by matt reeves and then, and then all the music was a live orchestra that kind of like made me see this thing in like not only just 3d but I kind of, I, I kind of was appreciating more the value. I, I was thinking, take a second look at these things, just because uh, I, you know, I watch Pride and Prejudice and other kind of kinds of movies like that. This really is actually not even not not only not boring, but it has so much richness to it. I think mm -hmm. it has so much cultural value. The music was phenomenal. Yeah. That really brought it. And now when I watch the movies, I'm actually listening more to appreciating them. it more. And as yeah. a musician. I'm surprised it took me this long to figure it out. I think I just had to bring it to my mind's eye just how intricate this music was mm -hmm. and how well appointed each little piece was, every little mm -hmm. piece of music. So uh, now what I'm doing is I'm go going through the actual book and showing you scenes that they recreate in the movie so, so you can more better visualize this. Just so can't go that fast because my brain doesn't work as fast as yours. No, because I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> to find the actual scene. Oh, okay, so good, good, good. This is Barry having the realization that that's something That's interesting. Changed. That's it. Wait, because the brain behind, the head behind there is... That's Barry. Wait, okay. wait, wait. And he's basically having the realization that Love something's it. changed because at the same time, the longer he exists in this new timeline, his m memories start to realign to this new timeline. Right. But what I'm loving about the drawing, and mm -hmm. so, so the bubbles coming down top, starting from the top, going all it's the way really down. Easy to read. And you notice it's divided by lightning. Oh, right down there. So it has the flash. Plus motif. what I love about it is, is this going on in his, this is his, his mind, his Everything. own mind. In other words, all the thoughts in his mind. In, in other words, remember in the animated movie where he started having a seizure. Oh yes. That's what that was. His memories were kind of realigning to the love new it. continuity. I love it. And then uh, essentially, so you have the flash ring, which has his uniform, but when he, but when he ejects the uniform, it's of his enemy, the reverse flash. 
that must have been quite a shock. Yeah, and, and the reason why the reverse flash did that is because he wanted Barry to know, hey, by the way, I'm here, dude. Oh. It, it was just sort of an intimidation tactic. There's a lot of cruelty in these things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of cruelty. Yeah. And this is the scene where Steve Trevor is killed by Wonder Woman because in this universe, Wonder Woman never became good. Okay. Because he never crashed. That was so surprising to me because I think I remember watching a movie with you way back where they were in love. The the things that I did catch in all the other movies when I was planning dinners were all the you know romance parts, not just the romance, but yes, but all the uh, the special moments with the mothers, Mm -hmm. the fathers, who was getting killed, who was crying. But I and I was more like I was more in not just in tune with that I was drawn to that and I would unfortunately my brain would go into moments of my own life where you know I could relate to that and so I missed a lot of the movie and well, now I'm seeing and then so he, he, here's the first thing that they actually pretty much scene for scene recreated was they're trying to give Barry his powers back so they're trying to recreate the accident that gave him right. his powers I like the cartoon better than the show I did love the movie by the way the new movie with the mm-hmm, Flash. Mm-hmm. But I love the cartoon because it really showed the wreckage of his body. Yeah, because speaking of that, that's what that, that yeah, really yeah that is like oh. I mean, look at that. I mean, so the, all the viscera like. is literally flamed and just exposed. Yeah, and then you have like so yeah yeah. See her, her right there. It's kind of interesting to me because I once was at a burn unit and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I'm not sure they could make him a mummy like that. I could, but. It's DC. It doesn't and, look like that at all. But so I had to get like used to that concept. And Batman does not exactly have access to a emergency room, even though Thomas Wayne w- was a doctor. He's so, so wealthy. Yeah. He probably had all the equipment he needed. Yeah, kind of. Because Just, in this, yeah, in this Wayne Industries is not like a company. It's a casino. It's a chain of casinos. And I'm just wondering. Here's where my mind is like going. This is a new direction. Now I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay. He's rich. He has all the accoutrement he needs, but where's his staff? Maybe his staff is in the background. Then well, I'll see. In this, he does kind of have an Alfred. It's just that they don't show him the book. His Alfred is the Penguin. I'm just not. I'm not. You know, I'm not like grabbing the idea that a doctor is going to sit there and bandage this guy up. I'm thinking he's going to give it to his peons, and that would be nice to see. Like he had a small little group of people. What you have to understand is that this <laughs> Batman doesn't trust anyone anymore because of what happened to like his son. So he's wrapping the mummy himself? Yeah. People? Okay. Plus, he is Possible. a doctor, so it's like he finds right. and, and we see more of and the he's memories change. Yeah, well, yeah. And because he's Batman. And yeah, yeah, you see more of the memories changing. That's why Barry's like screaming in pain. Oh. And see? Then, <laughs> First he, thing, he, oh, he, he's screaming in pain. Okay. And then here is the here's another indicator of how much of a hero Barry is. After getting burned and everything, he's like, we have to try again. He's yeah, like, do it again, knowing that the next time could actually kill him. Oh, I love that. So they recreated this time it works. And then I love this that they show this in the animated movie. He... That's another thing. May I interrupt for a second? Yeah, go ahead. That is another huge thing that make me really love these movies now. I, I mean, I never really put it together. I don't think I had time to put these things together, but now that I'm putting things together, when you think back at the campy Batman, which was for its time, it was for its time, fine. it was great. And for was what fine. it was doing, okay. What I love about this though is that. We're really getting into the nitty gritty. I mean, we're seeing what the pain was. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they were saying, you know, what did they say, bop, bash? Yeah, because here's the thing in that Batman, you don't really get the idea of how much trauma that whole incident gave That's him. That's it. And I think in the world that we live in today, honestly, for people to really relate, mm-hmm. we're already talking, we're talking about these things. So we really need to see them to understand, to relate. We can't relate to people that mm-hmm. are sis boom ba. That's not going to mm-hmm. work. I, you know the bandages, the viscera showing mm-hmm. that the people tears. 
that's why when it's people important. say that's why when i've heard people say comic books are for kids i'm like have you read comic books you just um, had a burn unit dude i'm gonna be honest with you uh, you know if you were younger like a little boy i'm not sure i would be like oh you should wait a little longer yeah, although your little. father would have been like oh I'll bring him well because i was 10 years old when dad goes play halo hey it's great it's play great halo. either way it worked so this is where so, so basically what barry decides is that okay so we have to undo this but we're gonna need superman Yes. So he goes, okay. So he starts Googling because remember in the movie when he was on the computers trying to find where Superman landed, it turns out in this universe, Clark ship came in, but instead of landing in Kansas, it landed in the m middle of Metropolis and the force caused a nuclear explosion. And he's good here. He's Superman's a good he's, man here. He's still, he's still he's good. always good. But in other words, he's perceived as good. Here. They would have a sequel book to, to this like years and years and years later called uh -huh. Flashpoint Beyond where they established why he was sent to Earth. But uh, but he still rebels against that because the that. Kryptonians were going to invade and take over Earth. But Superman uh, actually turned against that because even after being tortured by humanity in this timeline, he goes, no, these people are worth saving. Oh, see, and, I can't that, help that it. That, that is so sweet. Part, it shows that for the most part. Aww. Superman will always see humanity as his home team. Because remember, he, he was sent here as a baby as far as he knew up until his power started developing. He was a regular human being. Right. I mean, he's torn between two lovers. He's a That's why Batman, uh, yeah. Batman actually told me, he goes, Clark, of all the Justice Leaguers, there's a reason why I've always felt the most comfortable working with you. And that's because no matter what, you see yourself as just a do as just a regular human that happens to have powers. You don't see yourself as an alien. You will that's, always stand for us. That's a good point because he was raised on this. Well, let me think about that. That cyborg guy, he was also raised on this earth. Does he is he the same way Superman? Is he like Superman that way? Sort of, yes. Down to earth. Oh, he's humble. Very he okay, so for Victor Stone for cyborgs, you have to understand about him is that he had everything going for him. He he was going to get a football scholarship and everything. And, and then the accident happened. And they've sort of changed what happened with the accident. Uh, with this, it was more like it was a car accident in the Snyder Cut. And then it took all that away. And his father, out of guilt, because the father was kind of being a, a scientist, saw his, being a scientist as the priority, not football. In fact, the last I love thing that movie. the last thing the that's father what I remember said, about the, that the movie was so good no, that, that's in the literally comic the one part i most remember <laughs> in the comic before the victor's accident the the father says something he probably shouldn't have he said these people will make playing football obsolete to He's, his son uh, it, it, because he, he was studying the superhuman people so that kind of hurt his son and then the and then aww. the and then, then the accident happened i can completely relate to that it's mm -hmm. like this poor guy's being belittled by mm -hmm. his own father he needs to be buttressed, not, yeah. not belittled. And then eventually, the, the whole Snyder Cut thing, the reason why Cyborg is the heart of that movie is because it's really yeah. him start starting to like, starting to, what's the word, uh, come to terms with who he is and realizing, no, I can still be a hero like this. Right, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to be a little defensive for the father, though. The father is in his own world. He's a scientist. Yeah. I mean, my first thought was, how could he say that to his son? But I get it. He... He's a person too, mm -hmm. with flaws and his own, you know, his vulnerabilities. Who knows what he was? Going, I don't, I'm not even get a psychological right. psychologicalize this. There's guy. this great line down here. <laughs> That's a word. They, they're rappelling down an elevator shaft, and Batman's like, and, and then Barry's like, "You all right?" And Batman goes, "I'm just old." Oh, how old was he in this movie? Because he was like oh, sixty book. or so, or something like that. Because remember, oh, this it's, is it's the old Thomas Wayne. It's still old. Tom, it's old Thomas Wayne. Hey, he's doing pretty well. So as they're moving <laughs> through the the, uh, the facility, what you actually see, if you're paying attention, is that what's kind of cool is they they put Easter eggs in here, like this dog skeleton that was Crypto the Super Dog. Oh, look at him, Clark's dog from Krypton. That's so sad. So then they open it up, and then it's oh revealed. wait a minute, 
his dog from Krypton? Yeah, he, well, he remembered he dog. that dog. Did the dog come with him in the shell? And the dog showed up later. But how would he have known that dog? He was a baby when he came. Be because, but by the time he was like a kid, it, it, another rocket ship crashed. Oh, and then it's probably the dog, and then the fam Martha and John. Is it John? Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. So Jonathan and Martha took the dog in too. Mm -hmm. oh, that's so cute. So he was raised with his kryptonite dog, or krypton dog. Krypton dog. And, and then he, oh, I get it. he kept him at the Fortress of Solitude, which was Superman's little home base. It was kind of like the ship in Man of Steel that that his father was, that his father's okay. AI was in. That was that was kind of supposed to be a representation of the Fortress of Solitude. And so, when did he discover that Fortress of Solitude the, as a boy? When the father because what happened is that it, it they've changed this a lot of the times. But what happened is that he. In the ship were special crystals, special like memory crystals that that, said, that basically said, "Put me in water." So, so he threw it into the into the Arctic, and then it created this big, magnificent fortress that had like wow. the AI of his father and his mother, so that he could still so talk fun. to his parents. And he had like he, he had a trophy room. He only brings the people he's closest to in there. I love it. Be like, I think Batman and Wonder Woman both have keys to the Did fortress. Did Lois Lane go in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so here's Superman being very gaunt and it's red light because remember, like I said before, red crypto red solar radiation takes away the power. That makes sense because the sun has all those light waves in them. And so mm -hmm. this is the one that's just on its own does its in damage. Fact, Lex Luthor has a gun that fires red solar radiation. Who was that guy that played Lex Luthor last night? Jesse Eisenberg. Phenomenal. Okay, so what you have to <laughs> a lot of people uh, some point remember I, I said the, the Superman purists are very rabid. They didn't like that because they didn't they didn't like how like Lex was not the stoic like um I get it. megalomaniac. But what Terrio was going for, Chris Terry, who wrote the movie, he was going for because what Lex Luthor would be like if he were today, he'd be like a Silicon Valley young like totally. tech billionaire. Yeah. Well that that's what probably why I could relate to him. Yeah. relate to him, but I I was he was relatable. Mm -hmm. I think I, it was a nice, you know, a nice vision of of what I would not want to be anywhere near. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would not want to be an like if I saw a stoic guy, I would just think, Oh, he's another businessman. I can mm -hmm. deal with that. You know, you deal with them your whole life. But when you see this kind of like a loose cannon, you don't know where he's going. Mm -hmm. And he's this new thing that I'm not familiar with because it's these young people are coming up and that feel I don't understand that that world mm -hmm. of what is that world again? That that text that, yeah. So that's Valley. still like that's the young. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, that's Everybody. scary to me. And then you have essentially the Justice League of this Earth. They're going out to the final battle because their whole idea is that let's go stop Wonder Woman and Aquaman from fighting because right. they're at war. And then yeah, and then Barry actually knows exactly what to tell Thomas Wayne. He said if Bruce were here, he would come and help us. Adorable. Let's go back to that Lex guy just one more yeah, time, just for one minute. I was just thinking about something that I never thought about. This is interesting to me, at least. Mm -hmm. What I love about this guy being from the Silicon Valley is not only is he so unfamiliar to me, but how could the new generation of Batman relate Hulk, to him? Yeah. I mean, if you saw that other guy come in, the stoic businessman, so it's he's so like he's a stranger. Gene Hackman's Who Lex Luthor right. plots were I want to flood the, the the United States to create more real estate. Really? Right. What he reminds me of is that when when uh, that that funny guy last night with the who's this guy? Oh, Doctor Evil! Yeah, when yeah. Doctor a million billion dollars. See, when that guy walks in, the the businessman Lex Luthor, I'm thinking he's not scary to me because 
he doesn't have the capacity with today's technology. Yeah, exactly. And when Lex walks in, to me, as an older woman, I'm thinking, what the damage he could possibly do with these machinery. Yeah. That's essentially yeah. Um, yeah. a flashpoint. You also had the part this where, is where Barry brings brings him the little note from his father, brings Bruce the note, and then he goes to one help him. Help him oh, I love Barry. that note. Yeah. I don't think we ever see like what was in that that specific note, but it was enough to give Bruce like some closure on his parents. Beautiful. What is what is that picture? I'm just curious. That's a Bizarro Superman. Oh, okay. So okay, so so nice. what do you think of Flashpoint? The movie or what you just told me? Both. Okay, I thought the movie was well done personally. Mm -hmm. You told me, and people have been telling have been telling me that this movie's bombing. Okay, I don't have the information that you guys have. You know, these these characters are going to be sent into oblivion, mm -hmm. to Siberia. Who cares? To me, I went to the movie with my mm -hmm. blank slate. As you normally do. I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm normally I'm going with my, my, my list of food I'm going to be buying. How what meals I'm going to be preparing. I was I went in there and I thought it was appropriately dark. It could have been darker. I'm going to be honest with you. Knowing what I know about Zack Snyder. It, it wasn't a Zack Snyder movie, though. That's no, exactly. But now that I know Zack Snyder did 300, he did that other one that I don't want to see, Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah. He has, he the what I've seen him do with Batman and Superman, I mean, really, he could have. And The I, Flash, because he did direct the Zack Snyder's J J Justice League. But the one that I saw in the movie theater? Yeah. I wish it were him. Yeah. The, the movie did one him, thing. Yeah. Better than the actual comic book. Okay. And so, so the way it works in the com in the movie, if you remember, is that so the, the father leaves the house because he has to go get get a can of tomatoes. Yes, for the pasta. yes, I love so, that. Part. So, so the way Barry saves her is he, yes. is he puts the, the can in the in the thing. But yes. when Barry undoes it, he he has to actually take an active role of taking the can out of the out of the thing. Yes. So it's a more active role in, in killing his mother essentially because he knows oh. what's going to happen. I that was my favorite scene that I almost can't wait for this movie to be streaming so I could just see that scene over and over again the, the mother and son mm -hmm. that is so when he painful. says goodbye to his mom yeah I think a lot of mothers who see this are probably gonna be even like in the book, even in the book he actually tells his mom the entire story and she says yeah you have to let me go yeah and what I loved is that I love at the end that he put the tomato can at the top the father had to look up mm -hmm. it was a precious that was very precious yeah that was great Do you think that um that other guy, the great, the great one. What's his name again? The great one. The one that I love. Henry Cavill. No, the director that I love. Zack Snyder. That's it, Zack Snyder. I have to have a list of people here so I can go back to these names. Uh, Zack Snyder. Do you think he would have done it that way with the kid? Well, what, what, what Zack said is that if he were to do because the, oh. his original plan was to end on Flashpoint to reboot the universe for the next guy to come in and 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 make a universe. That was Zack Snyder. But what would Zack then, have done at the very end of that movie? Well, he would have done straight the comic. No, well, what's the comic one? What, what, and what did the comic do? Is when Barry is running back in time to stop himself from saving his mom, he basically tackles himself in the speed force. Oh, I love that one. But then what happens to the father? We don't ever, we never know what happens Be to the father. Because at this point, the father is dead. Because oh, in the comics, right. the father dies in prison before he's exonerated. I think that would be a good ending, too. No, that would be a good ending. Because, okay, that's another thing. Let's just talk about this for a second. Yeah. In the movie, can I say the spoiler here? Some people haven't seen that. It's, it's a week. The, the general rule is that okay. wait a week. All right. So the, at the end, they're walking out, Barry and and Iris. Whole, yeah, I would. The, my thought was, of course, because I like to wrap things up neatly with a nice little typo, that the father would come out with them. Then I, you know, of course, I'm realizing this, he's not going to walk out of prison. They have to like do the paperwork, whatever yeah. it is. But 
that was a little too neat and tidy. The father gets exonerated. The mother did die, but the father gets exonerated. I feel like it should be a dark ending. Well, okay, so the original the mother, plan, saying this. the original plan with Snyder's movies is that in Justice League Part Two, his Justice League Part Two, it, he was going to do the plot of the of the Barry exonerates his father, right? But then the Justice League is attacked and s systematically taken down because Ooh. in that Dark Side, uh, the, the, the big antagonist kills Lois Lane and mind controls Superman and turns him into his enforcer and takes over the world. Hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I love the cool. alternate universes, by the way. Yeah, that the is fun. That's DC's like competitive advantage over Marvel. I think it's very creative because it can get very boring and stale, stale mm -hmm. to have like the same storyline. But when you're going into a movie and DC's doing it, no matter how well done or not well done it is, at least you're going to go into a story that you might not be familiar with as a person that doesn't read comic books. Well, yeah, and DC actually has a storyline called Injustice. In that one, the Joker is tired of losing the Batman, so he decides to go screw with Superman. So what he does is um, he kidnaps Lois Lane. He uh, and by Lois is pregnant at this point. That, that, uh -huh. That's very important to the storyline. Okay. He 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 steals a nuclear bomb. He puts the nuclear bomb in the middle of Metropolis, Aww. ties the detonator to Lois's heartbeat. Bruh. Then he, he he basically it gets Superman's attention. So Superman flies in, into the Joker submarine, and then he's exposed to the to uh, kryptonite gas and the Scarecrow's fear toxin, which makes you hallucinate your worst fear. He right. sees Lois Lois thing Lois as Doomsday and flies her into space. Oh! And then she, not only does she and the unborn baby die. The nuke goes off. That's so sad. And at that point, Superman becomes a world dictator because he's like, wait a second, Bruce. You let this guy escape from prison so many different times and look at how many people are dead. And at that point, and what Superman does, he flies to the Joker and punches a hole in his chest. Wow. He's like, nope, I'm dead. The thing about the thing about that storyline is that they take it to the two extremes. Like Superman goes, if you commit a crime, everyone dies. Or Batman, no one dies. Well, see, that's a problem for me because... And that's Zack Snyder? No, 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 no. It, it was in the comics. Okay. What I mean, look, they could do anything they want. They're they're successful. I'm just, you know, a peon mm -hmm. over here. What I'm thinking to myself is, that's not real life. There is. I mean, can they make it a little closer? All right, we are in an alternate universe. I will accept mm -hmm. that. But that might be the can't be part. Do we have to be that far apart? Can it be something a little more relatable where? Not 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 so black and white. Well, we did that with the Joker. The Joker. I don't know. Joker did, was a that was like Todd. Phillips, yeah, that was a little bit more of the you do kind of feel for the Joker, which is amazing. It's almost even though like, he's not Joker yet, yeah. he's not he's not the crime boss. Right, yet. you almost can feel you have this empathy for what he became and how how he became it. You can you're not going to say okay, I'm going to give you a break and and say it's okay what you did, but you can kind of see the arc that is more relatable and more realistic. Yeah, and by the way, the Joker did did not oh. ha have a compulsory laugh condition that that was added on to the movie. Right, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I could be completely wrong. There could be some black and white issues in life that I'm not aware of. So, but the thing about it, the so. thing about injustice, it, it turns a very nuanced issue into very black and white because Superman's wrong because no, there are there are some times where you you shouldn't kill them for doing practically anything, and then Batman's wrong because. There are some people like the Joker who just nuked an entire city. Yeah, yeah, he gets killed. Okay, but here's what I'm thinking to myself. I feel like it's a little bit of a cheat when these people do the, the big far black and white because I'll tell you why. I do see an intolerance in our society today, not to get political, but I do see a, 
that black and white, like he's bad, he's good, not, you know, all thing. good, all bad. That group is bad. This group is all good, and this other group, you know, you know, when you know, people will say, "Well, I, yeah, I can, re- I, I see your point, Martha." Well, when I bring things out, I'll say, "I see your point, Martha," but then they go back to the all that's right or left. It's like so. Maybe that's the thing about this that doesn't appeal to me. That's why I like Zack Snyder's movies because he very much has the superheroes. For one thing, he has them make mistakes and he has them I like that. be a little more morally amb- well ambiguous. They're still good people, but they're not like in other words he, machines. He, yeah, in other words, he allows for nuance in the things. Like this isn't a black and white issue when you have gods flying around the world. Right. I mean, okay, if you're going to deal with mythology, like in, you know the ancient myths, in Wonder Woman. That's pretty. Are they? Are there some ambiguous characters in the ancient? Um, well, Zeus, very, very morally ambiguous because he impregnated like everyone. Well, how was that ambiguous? Is it well, would you consider that good or it's bad? It's because a lot of what the gods did is because they thought it was for our own good. Okay, but what, what do people look at them and say? Zeus was all good and or all back bad then they saw him as like um, just all powerful, all powerful, and, and like even in the Wonder Woman comics, they they sort of vacillate on because this was all good but it also had some really bad stuff he did right i have a feeling now that i'm talking to, to you about this stuff that the, another reason why i probably was so like all over the place with these films is that mm-hmm. a lot is going on like the comic book there's a lot of sound and color and that is hard for me to take in all at once I'm not, i don't have adhd that i know of mm-hmm. but you know that could be something i'm shielding myself from but i, I want to get the story and then i'm also making all these massive connections like because of all the reading in my life and and just being an older person, you know, you, you've been reading more books because you're just there, you've been existing longer. So I might be making too many connections and I'm mm-hmm. not just letting myself just be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I could just go in there after I've had a, like a good meditative session, <laughs> like 15, 20 minutes of just- Pre-Zack Snyder <laughs> m- m- meditation. No, seriously. Like, Zack Snyder. I don't know if I would do that. But I can tell you, I have a feeling that if I were just really mellow, I didn't have a lot of coffee or tea or anything like that. And went in there realizing that a lot is gonna come at me and nicely so, because that's what this genre is. Yeah, because here's the thing. And, um, and what's kind of interesting is that what a lot of people d- didn't give Zack Snyder the benefit of the doubt, a lot of comic book fans, that they didn't realize that, that he gave you the, the, the perfect doubt because he created like these complicated plots of, of movies, but you can still approach them like those to turn your brain off and like w- watch a movie. If you have like a long day, you can just relax with one of these movies. Love that. And that's a, that's a definite great thing about these movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing is just because a lot of people said that, well, a lot of people, a vocal minority on the internet said that Zack Snyder didn't understand Superman because it made him all dark and green. Oh. And I'm like, well, he didn't. But two, if you're if you're paying attention, no, he he's it's a love letter to Superman because as as you, you will see later on in Batman versus Superman, right. the media is dragging his name through the mud because of yeah. of that, that that incident in Africa that you saw in the beginning of the movie. Right. And then it cuts the, the way Zach does it, it the, the editing is it cuts in scenes of Superman still helping people. Okay, but you just told me that people are, you know, perturbed by the fact that he's portrayed as very dark. But I'm thinking, okay, you're going to a DC movie. You know there are alternative ways of seeing these people. Yeah. Plus, maybe that's the way Zack Snyder sees Superman. Plus, and maybe there's other people. There are other people just like Zack Snyder, 
who would relate to a darker Superman, a darker Batman. Well, plus the fact you have to look at how the comics were back then when these movies were coming out. They were very dark. The comic books, like the, said. The tone right. of the comics at the time, because these people are stuck in the Silver Age when Superman was pulling a solar system on a chain. That's right. So that's so, another good point. So it, and also what you have to understand is that this one, this other YouTuber comic story, and he said it right, you have to treat the movies as different versions from the comics. You can't expect them to 100% align with the comics. They can't, as long I, as they get like the basic idea of Superman will save right. us no matter what, that's fine. Okay, so when did these characters come up about, when did they get more popular? Wasn't it after World War II World or War, during World War II? It was really more in the 60s that, that they really got popular because after World War, because from World War II to, to the 60s, they were they started to decline in popularity because they started to be associated with World War II. Okay, it wasn't until they like gave these characters more science, um, more sciencey origins, like Hal Jordan became a test pilot, Barry Allen became the Flash. Right? Did people uh, get very? Did they gawk at that? Like, oh, did they get upset about that too? The change from oh, you're uh, with comic book people. You're always gonna get people. That okay, are, are so let's change. let's we have to realize we are many years past World War Two. Mm -hmm. Many years past the. And I would expect people to change a little. Like, you know, I mean, I've changed since I'm 20. Mm -hmm. And isn't it fair to say that, can we make these people interesting? Just like what DC is doing, alternate universes, maybe giving more nuance to characters. Oh, yeah. Let us see more of these characters. And let us be seeing, let us see characters that are kind of relatable to what's, I can't, why would I give you a character from my childhood I'm not sure you, it would be interesting to you. Well, it's like, and I've been on other shows where I've defended Snyder's movies and I go, okay, so here's what you have to understand. The general audience, up until Henry Cavill was cast Superman, saw Superman as a joke because he's a character. Well, they still, that didn't mean Superman was not iconic because everyone knew what the symbol meant. But yes. for the most part, when you looked at Superman, you, you saw a dude that, that was like saving cats from a tree and wore his underwear on the outside of his pants. Yeah. Where was Zach, what Zack Snyder did, he, he broke Superman down to his basic components. And, and Zach has said this. Love that. His idea was, I'm going to get to the very core of who this character is so that you can understand it. Then I'll start yeah. building him back up. Yeah, and then I'm thinking about it. I mean, I think I'm kind of close to an age to mm -hmm. Zack Snyder. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. to myself, that's really very amazing that this guy, who is from my generation, is He's so young and in thought and in mind that he can relate to you guys, the younger people. And you know what I'm saying? And not stay and, in the little house in the prairie version of, of Superman. It was kind of funny. As someone that, that reads the comics, I've said this. Zack Snyder is one of the uh, Zack Snyder's movies are some of the most close to comics like movies I have ever seen. Right. Like he doesn't deviate that much. He, he he only deviates in the areas because a lot of the stuff isn't going to translate well to film. Right. So he's like, I'll change, I'll modify that slightly. Let me, but the yes. rest of it is pr practically word for word. Okay. So now I, since we're talking so much about Superman, then we're supposed might to, as well. we're doing flash, but I do want to make another, I have another point to, to bring out. I want to ask you about, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, what would he have done for flash that, I'm not sure if he did well, this to Superman. What did Superman, that little S, yeah, the big S, I should hope. say. Okay, was that always like that? I don't, uh, that I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I would sure. love to find out the origin, because you said it has like writing, Kryptonite. Or the Kryptonian or, or, or writing that had the Campbell quote, that was Zach. So, I mean, that's interesting to me. And I'm thinking I would have loved, but the thing is, he was ancient. He was from a different era. 
Flash comes from something new, right? 60s-ish. So, yeah. so you wouldn't have Krip Krypton Krip Well, and writing. Flash is not an alien. But, but he, he might have done some things just like he did if it's him. Because you're, you're saying you're not 100% sure that Zack... Because mm -hmm. also, it's not an S for Superman. It's a symbol of hope. When did that come about? Well, because the S was always the the symbol of his house on Krypton, the house of L of his always? family. It's always been that. In, in the comics? In the comics, yeah. I never knew that. I always thought S was for Superman. The, I'm sure that that's the way it was back in the day, like in the th 30s. But at a certain point, I think in the 80s, they established, no, that's just the, the logo of his family. That's in the, the comics. Arms. Yeah. Well, see, they were already taking Superman, if that's the case. They were already taking the simple S. And, more towards Zach's than right. Superman. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like it's not like Zach just like threw this thing into the future. You had other people taking off the mantle and saying, let's make this guy a little more relatable. Or, or Because people were, are starting to think probably, after the World War II probably especially, mm -hmm. they saw a lot. Bombs were dropped. They're not farmland mentality too because adding on to that yeah chapter saying is, is that previous to that with the nolan batman movies the, the this links so you had the michael keaton batman movies which made uh, which completely revitalized batman after the adam west thing then you had batman returns which kind of scared people that's one where we have like danny devito as the penguin oh, so what that. warner brothers wanted to do is first they wanted to make batman back to being more cartoony and they want to be able to sell toys oh so you can still sell toys well, you you can still but kids are still gonna buy them this is where you get like george clooney as batman in that movie it's so funny they wanted to sell toys to little kids but all the people in the comics world that i've ever seen on your show have a collection of not dolls but i'll say figures why couldn't they think that way Think of all the adults that were going to buy these great items. I don't think it was as prevalent back then that, that, that like people, because remember back then all this stuff was associated with kids. Yeah, but it I mean. It was more associated with kids back then. Do, these people are in but sales. Didn't the, they think of this? Well, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but the reason I'm bringing this up is because, uh, again, uh, Batman had was back to being seen as campy because that Batman and Robin movie with George Clooney. I really have to That's see all we these. Have we have to do this. Credit card. Yeah, I would love to do the whole change of all the different ones that I can. I kid you not, but Batman whips out a Bat Visa card. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. Then you have Nolan's Maybe Batman movie. Some people might like that, so I don't want to say huh. no. That movie is universally reviled. But <laughs> it's kind of funny though. But so although, if you're really a good Batman fan, let me ask you a question: Wouldn't you love to have a Batman Visa card? Well, yeah, but I don't uh... want Batman to have it. No, but you guys should have it. We'll have that it. option. But, really cool. But the thing <laughs> is that then you have Nolan coming in. It's like let's go back to Batman actually being cool. I love Christopher Nolan stuff. Too. Yeah, his stuff was like unbelievable. Yeah, because I, I noticed last night we were watching some movie. Man of Steel uh, and then BBS because I mean they're he all was... involved in these dark dark. And versions. then after that, he had a lot of pull at Warner Brothers. So they want when they wanted to reboot Superman, he said that. that my close friend Zack Snyder, if he has a real eye for this, and trust me, he will do for Bat for Superman what I did for Batman. That's great. Because the original plan was not to make the Justice League. It was to make a Superman trilogy. And he builds up Superman. He gets him to that, like, hopeful Superman, yes. essentially like that. And, and then he, he has a big finish. But Warner Brothers at the time was trying to catch up to Marvel with the Avengers movies. They're like, no, you have to build the Justice League now. Yeah. In, in other words, right. a lot of what Zach gets criticized for is stuff that was forced upon him by Warner Brothers. 
I know. What's interesting is that they're they're making these darker Supermans and Batmans, and what's, I don't know how we got into the subject. I'm so sorry. No, but this was the Flash. It, it, it applies <laughs> to this, and it was actually kind of interesting. Speaking of the Flash, the way that Zach put uh, like Zach had Barry Allen in that movie is that it's just is like he kind of had heavy implications that that Barry's actually on the spectrum. Oh, interesting. Because he, he, and they add on to this even the flash a bit because like when you have a line with Barry going, "I need friends," I kind of like that yeah, idea. I never thought about that. You know, not to go all woke on you, but I'm just saying <laughs> that that is interesting to bring in other nuances of like, well, are there any ones with special? Well, they all have special needs. This guy mm -hmm. with the big thing over his eye, cyborg. Mm -hmm. But what I was thinking a second ago was that okay, Batman saw his parents get murdered right in front of him. I'm mm -hmm. hoping that's an all the universe. That's right? an all the that's the whole okay. thing. Okay, and then Superman's raised at a farm by loving parents, <laughs> and, and, and then he no discovers he does discover it, but and but later on in life. So, one has this wholesome upbringing on a farm. One, I don't know where he went. I I have to get through those stories again. The mm -hmm. Batman stories, like you know, he's one comes from a darker, you know, earth, darker origin, background, right? And yet, people are going to. I mean. They have to think. I really have to think more about this. Like, where am I going with this? I know. I know my mind is really moving. It's a little. It's another little topic like here. All of them is dead. All of a lot of them start from a point of mental trauma. Right. I do like that one. That that would be a great discussion. I mean, even, even Wonder Woman, because to a certain degree, because remember, yes, her mother had told her, "Oh no, the way you were made is that I, is that I, I formed you out of clay, and my love brought you to life." And then it turns out, no, actually, she's the daughter of Zeus. Yes. She's a demigod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not really. I learned a lot today. Oh, yeah, so that that's the <laughs> this could be a, a, I feel a, like there's a, too much going on. Yeah. My brain is like, ah! it's, it's this could be another show on Comics League. If you guys th th um, th think it's popular, I explain stuff to noobs, particularly my mom, because yeah. she doesn't know a lot of, about if there's this anything stuff. you think that I should be watching right now, I would love to know because my mind now is on the 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 idea of all the Supermans, yeah, from the beginning the of time Iron movies. What because I really and on the Batman one, I want to see all the Bruce Wayne's, yeah. We'll watch those. Yeah, that'd those be Thank you, HBO Max. But uh, <laughs> but uh, um, like, comment, subscribe. J drop a comment below um, on like your favorite Flash story. What you think of Zack Snyder's universe? Please be civil because otherwise I will break out the ban hammer. And stay heroic, everyone. And I'll see you. In the, I'll see you in the next.